Welcome to Guarded, a podcast to help you stay alert during these times. I'm your host, T.A. Bryant. And today, I want to read a scripture in the Bible that may be overlooked of some sort, or maybe you've read it but not actually identified how it is applied to your life or my life. Um, But Jesus is talking to his disciples in John 14. And he tells them, John 14, 30, And I'm reading the Amplified Classic version. And it says, I will not talk with you much more. For the prince, evil genius, ruler of the world is coming. And he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him. And he has no power over me. Mm. Selah. Mm. So. Jesus is saying. Or telling the disciples. That Satan is coming. The, the, The ruler of this world is coming. Now, listen to this. He says, he has no claim on me. Mm. What does that mean? That means that Satan is coming. And we know what Satan, when Satan comes, what he comes to do. He's seeking whom he can destroy. Mm. That's, that's his purpose. He seeks after those he can destroy. Okay. Jesus tells his disciples that the prince of the world has no claim on him. Mm. He has nothing in common with him. There is nothing in him that belongs to Satan and Satan has no power over him. Saints of God, as I'm reading this scripture and I understand when we read scriptures, we don't view ourselves um, in light of Christ. We only view ourselves on a level. So we put, we identify ourselves below Christ. But Christ said we are joint heirs with him. Okay. We're joint heirs with him. Joint heirs. We are joint heirs. Listen to that. We are joint 
heirs with Christ. Okay? Romans 8 tells us the spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. Okay. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also, we may be also glorified together. Okay. So that's Romans 8, 16 through 17. So at some point, you must understand who you are with Christ. You must understand who you are with Christ. So when I'm reading this scripture, and Jesus is saying, the prince of this world is coming. He has no claim on me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him. He has no power over me. Listen to me, joint heirs. There has got to be a moment in your life where you lay down satanic powers the rulers of the darkness of this age, principalities and powers. There has got to be a time where you separate yourself from these things of the world so that when Satan comes, he has no claim on you. Mm. What does that mean? He can't claim you as his. What does that mean further? There are no traces of him in you. There are no traces of him in us. Whoa. Mm. He can't claim you. He can't trace himself in you because you and your father are one. <coughs> mm. Wow. Mm. Oh, pretty. Y'all have nothing in common. Nothing he does resonates in you. Mm. Lord have mercy. Nothing about him is identified in you. Wow. Do, do y'all see that? Wow. Nothing evil. Nothing wicked. Mm. Nothing of him is found in you. No common. No, 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 nothing. No thing. He has no claim on you. If he went before 
the counsel of God and he tried to make his claim as the accuser of the brother brethren. The counsel can say there are no traces mm, of you in my servant Job. There are no traces of you, Satan, in my servant, Talisha. And whoever is listening, there are no traces of Satan in you. You got to get to the level. Well, nothing of Satan can be traced in your life. Mm, nothing of him. Nothing is nothing satanic is operating in you but everything that's operating in you is godly is of Christ Jesus the anointed one mm. so if let's let's continue now because he has no claim on you he has nothing in common with you. There is nothing in you that belongs to him. So he can't come into your house. <laughs> Why? Because there's nothing in your house that belongs to him. So he can't come and take anything or set up residency in your house because the house does not belong to him and because the house doesn't belong to him he can't come and take it he can't come and set up he can't come and uh, do anything because it don't belong to him mm. this house belongs to god god has set up residency in this house so it belongs to God and Satan has to know who the house belongs to. It don't belong to him. We don't have anything in common. Nothing in me belongs to you. Mm. And you don't have power over me. Lord, thank you, Lord. Mm. There has got to come a time where you have to set yourself in order and stake claim on who your allegiance belongs to. Because you can't be scrattling the fence. This is where we talk about um, being hot or cold. You know, because if you're lukewarm, that means you're straddling on both sides. So how can God defend you when you're straddling with Satan? Hmm. This week, you, 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 he can stay claiming you because you've allowed him to enter your house. You've allowed him to be Lord over your house. You've allowed him to be Lord over your tongue. Mm. 
You've allowed him to be Lord over your mind, over your head, over your life, over everything. You've made him Lord over your body. Mm. You've given him claim to you. God says you have to set your allegiance to the one that you belong to so that he will know that he has no power over you. You are a joint heir with Christ Jesus. When the accuser of the brethren comes, he knows who is his. He knows who's straddling the fence, who has not made Jesus completely their Lord. So he comes and he finds traces of himself within people who say they are gods. And he can come in and wreak wreak havoc in houses that he did not build. He can come and he can tear down and destroy things that are not intended for him to destroy. And the only reason why he has that ability is because you've allowed traces of him to be in you. Mm. When he comes, can't be no trace of him. Mm. He can't claim you. Mm. You cannot allow him to claim you. You cannot allow him to set up rulership in your house. You can't. You cannot. Remember in Matthew uh, chapter 12. And I'm going to go there because I want you to see this. Mm. So this is when Jesus is speaking to the Pharisees who were upset with him when he drives out demons. Okay. So he tells them in verse 25, he said to them, any kingdom that is divided against itself is being brought to desolation and laid waste, and no city or house divided against itself will last or continue to stand. Now in verse 24, they said that he was driving out demons only by and with the help of Beelzebub, the prince of demons. (laughs) So he goes on and says in 26, If Satan drives out Satan, he has become divided against himself and disunified. How then will his kingdom last or continue to stand? 
Verse 27, if I drive out the demons by help of Beelzebub, by whose help do your sons drive them out? For this reason, they shall be your judges. But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out the demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you before you expected it. 29. How can a person go into a strong man's house and carry off his goods without first binding the strong man? Then indeed he may plunder his house. He who is not with me definitely on my side is against me. And he who does not definitely gather with me and for my side scatters. So listen to this. He's letting them know that me and Satan, me and the prince of this world, we don't have anything in common. Mm -mm. I don't use his power. Mm -mm. My power is over his power. There are no traces of me in him. Mm. And there are no traces of him in me. All that's in me is God. I and my father are one. I am not one with Satan. I am one with God. Woo! Do y'all see that? Wow. He says, I am one with God. Me and Beelzebub, Satan, has have nothing in common. He can only drive out, drive me out if the house does not belong to me. But if the house belongs to me, I'm coming and I'm driving him out come hell and high water. That's what he's saying. So listen to this. When we go back to Job. OK. God says to Satan. After he. Satan is talking to the council of God. And he tells them I'm roaming to and fro. Seeking who I can destroy. And he tells. God tells Satan, have you considered my servant Job? Y'all. When he says that, what he's telling Satan is referring to John 14 and 30. Which says, let's go back down and read it. He says, I will not talk with you much more for the prince of the world is coming and he has no claim on me. What God is saying is Satan had no claim of Job, <laughs> that Job was his servant. And even too, Jesus is his servant. So he's telling Satan, this person belongs to me. Hmm. He has nothing in common with you, Satan. There is nothing in 
him that belongs to you. And he, you have no power over him. Okay. So he gives Job the ability. Listen, he gives, not Job, he gives Satan the ability to take the things of the world, right? He couldn't touch the soul of Job because the soul did not belong to, to, to Satan. It belonged to God. And God had already established with Job and Job had already established with God that I am yours and nothing in me belongs to Satan. I belong to you, God. I belong to you. So it's not that the soul doesn't belong to Satan. It's that you got to make the choice that Satan don't have your soul. You got to make that claim. You got to declare that. You got to make the effort this in this season that Satan knows that everything about you belongs to God, that there are no traces of him in you so that when he comes, all he can take is what's in the world. Listen, the only thing that Job got taken from him was things that were in the world. The body is in the world. Okay. His material things were in the world, y'all. They were in the world. Mm. So Satan has to know that he can touch all of that, but he can't get your soul because in your soul, there are no traces of him in your soul. No trace of him in your soul. He can't take claim of your soul. He can't take places of you. He can't claim you because you belong to God. And he has no power over you. Mm. He could take your house. He could take everything. But your soul. <laughs> My soul belongs to God. There are no traces of you, Satan, in my soul. Everything around me can perish. It can crumble to the ground. But I know, I know who I belong to. I know that I can be traced back to my father. I know who has power over me, and it is God. He claims me. He knows me, and you can take everything from me, but know this. I belong to God. So in this hour, 
you must set up in your life. Mm. You must set up in your life to know, to set the standard that there are no traces of Satan in your soul. That your soul belongs to God. That he has rulership, authority, ownership of your soul. I'm going to read this one more time. Says, I will not talk with you much more for the prince of the world is coming and he has no claim on me. He has nothing in common with me. There is nothing in me that belongs to him and he has no power over me. John 14 and 30. Selah.